Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Alright, so this is another episode of M3 Millennial Money Management. This is where finance meets culture. 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 Absolutely. Now, usually we like to jump into a topic, but this time we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do some financial myth busting. And Mike, this is something you told me about, which I had no idea. Um, and that's gas, gasoline quality. So this is going to be car centric financial tips and financial myths. Yep. So, so this is like true or myth. Um, does it matter if you get premium plus a regular? It matters when you have a vehicle that has a V8, which needs a higher quality gas or anything lower than that V6 and below. It's not that big of a deal, but here's the issue. Mm -hmm. It's all about the additives. So you said additives, additives. You always talk about how people can't read. So Break down it's all what about the extra mean. chemicals that goes inside <laughs> the gas. So it's funny because if you think when they show up to the gas station mm-hmm. and these big tankers show up mm-hmm. that they have three different gas. Now, are we talking about Chevron with Tecron or Premium Plus uh, regular? When you say additives, what are you talking about? So let's go back to the tanker. So when the tanker shows up, yeah. it's one fuel that's there. That's it. So they don't have different sections within that tanker. Wait, that wait, 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 wait. So when the tanker shows up to the gas station, yep. there's no there's no different pr- regular premium plus. They're filling the tanks up. All the tanks. All the tanks. Really? And then what you're getting is the additives to say, this has a higher octane. This has a different octane. What? This has a different octane. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... My background is petroleum in the military. So I used to put jet fuel in my German car because <laughs> that, that it burned. Yeah, it mess with that all. <laughs> <laughs> it burned. It burned fast as hell. But I couldn't let it stay inside my car to the point because <laughs> it's just bad because it had a lot of sediment in it as well. So. If you're looking at saying, I have to have premium, the only reason you should have premium is you have a uh, high-performance car Mm -hmm. or a V8 uh, vehicle that needs to have it running clean. And meaning clean is the additives is in there. It's taking out water. It's taking out sediment. It's Mm -hmm. taking out all of that. All of that is filtered out. Okay. And most of the time, it's at the station. So, so let's talk about truth or myth. Um, quick trip gas is better. Chevron gas is better. Shell gas. All, you know, our additives are better. Get Chevron with Tecron or Shell. I forget what their little motto is. So it's like having genetic, generic um, medication mm-hmm. and the, you know, regular, who is it? Uh, Bayer. Mm-hmm. So, which one would you get? Well, I, why should I get to generic? It's the same thing. They have a higher quality of it, but it's the same thing. If you need it for your vehicle, mm-hmm. 
you still don't have to go to get the Tecron. They're saying it's so clean. It's much cleaner. But how cleaner can you get? You got vodka. And vodka is vodka. You can get it from potatoes. You can get it from anything. Right. But they filter it pretty much the same way. It's just small differences. So if you think because you're going there, you're going to get a better, it's slightly better. But it won't make a difference. But it's marketing. You know, they got the cute little talking claymation cars. Right. I want my car like that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's, it's a bullshit. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Okay. It's bullshit. So basically. Get yeah. that Kroger gas. Get yeah, that Walmart gas. <laughs> always Kroger. Get your three cents off. And uh, if you shop there, you can get up to 50 to a dollar. Okay. I do it all the time. Okay. So here's another truth or myth. Um, let's say I travel a lot for work. In my case, I have a plug-in hybrid, so I may not, I may not use gas, you know, for three weeks at a time, maybe two weeks. Mm-hmm. Does it matter what quality I get of gasoline if my car sits? Yes. Or because it doesn't use gas. Yes, because all gas has sediment in it. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't read. You got to think about the people who all, don't read. What gas, does sediment mean? All, all fuel, <laughs> all fuel has junk. It's, mm-hmm. still, it's a certain amount of junk that's in there. So the filters get the majority of it. Right. But as it sits, it starts to separate. So fuel has water and sediment and junk in it. Mm-hmm. As it sits, it separates. So what you don't want is to have junk running through your engine. Right. So burn that gas, get it out of there. Burn it, burn it, burn it. Now, uh, when you talk about... Uh, certain the different the gasolines it has sediment it separates uh, what about plus versus premium does that matter in terms of it separating so premium is a higher grade mm-hmm. so that octane is will burn a lot easier because everything has burnt it filtered out the chemicals in there cleans it a lot more so it's a level of cleanliness you know hey this is clean this is cleaner it's the cleanest. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to let it sit, just go to the middle. Go the, with that. Uh, what is a plus? Yeah, just plus. go with the plus. You don't need the premium. If you really if you had a car that runs 180 miles an hour, get premium, get premium. OK, your best bet is to get premium. You don't want that engine going out with junk sitting inside of it. OK, you don't want it running through your engine in that way. All right. So here's another uh uh, truth or myth? So you know you. This is especially for the hoopty crowd. Oh. The cars that are you know run good, challenged. Right. That, you know, uh, Lucas oil. Uh, no, Lucas engine conditioner and STP fuel injector uh, <laughs> cleaner. Is that does that help or nah? Truth, you know, truth or myth? So I haven't used it mm-hmm. and. When we start talking about these additives, once again, these cleaners, that's, that's all these cleaners and additives are in the premium. And now, Lucas, pure. I thought Lucas, you use that for your for oil change. So that's the oil. Okay. Yeah, Lucas oil. Yeah, those. Yeah, when you want to clean your oil, yeah, that's that's the truth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, right. because the oil you can get cheap oil, mm-hmm. and it's thick, and it's and it sits. And it's gooey. But if you want, that's why they have synthetic oil. Mm-hmm. So I always use synthetic oil. I always use synthetic. I always use synthetic. 
And the recommendation is it doesn't sit and get clunky and because it's synthetic. It's like a fake fluid. It goes through that. But it lubricates easier so it don't sit and, you know, gobbles up and go in from that area. Okay. So the guy always told me, stop using this oil. Use the synthetic oil. And once you flush that through, it flushes through easy. It doesn't sit and, and goes bad within your vehicle. And uh, so SCP fuel injector, uh, the cleaner, or is that a is that a myth or? So that's old school hoopties and all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can, you can, you can use it for that. Now the engines aren't made that you need to use that nowadays. If they're not made, they're made in such high quality mm -hmm. that you don't need to have that. But if you got a 67, a 74, <laughs> and uh, a late 80, I mean, an early 80s, you probably need to have that. So, I mean, what's the cutoff? I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. But just, if you got some old shit, think yeah, about it. if you got it. some old shit. If you got yeah. some new shit, <laughs> relax. Relax. You don't need it. Just put some premium in there. Right. You'll run through it pretty decently. Okay. And synthetic oil. Synthetic oil. Yeah. Synthetic oil. Yeah, okay. synthetic oil. <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay. Exactly. So that was our, I think that's all the, do we have any more uh, truths and myths in terms of uh, car care? Those are the main ones I Those was thinking about. Okay. So in a, to summarize, when you have to fill up your tank, really doesn't matter, get generic, get Kroger brand or Murphy USA. You're not going to get that much of a difference from each and every racetrack, mm -hmm. the Quick Trip, the Exxons, the BPs. You can go to anyone. I yeah. go to the cheapest one, but I always get plus or premium. I don't. I don't even use premium. I get the plus. Okay. Never had an issue. Get plus. Yeah. Never cool. had an issue. And if you're like me and don't use gasoline that much, you probably don't want to fill up your tank. Nope. Keep a little bit of that bit in there. And let it burn. When you, when <laughs> it's time to burn it, burn it as as low as you can. Then put put it fresh in there. Because if you don't put it fresh in there, it's gonna settle. It's not gonna be good. What? Well, can you give a timeline of settlement? Is it like a month, two months? Anything longer than a month, you're in trouble. Okay. Anything longer than a month because it's just sitting. And then understand when it comes to fuel, mm -hmm. the hotter it is, it expands. Right. So if you put a gallon in there, you may get a gallon in the quarter. If it's cold, it shrinks. Right. So you're losing that. So think about if you're going through a weather change back and forth, Imagine what's going to happen with the oil and the separation and the back and forth mm -hmm. and the weather and all of that. Shit, I got to get that electricity, baby. You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. All right. So, so cool. let's, let's go ahead and um, so what's the, what's the primary topic? What's the primary So topic? today we wanted to talk about 401k because... I think a lot of people aren't taking advantage of what this is. Now, we talked about it last time, right? Yeah, we did. But your company has a 401k plan. If mm -hmm. your company has a 401k plan, you always want to think about free money. The first thing you should ask is, do you match? Yes, we match. Mm -hmm. Up to how much? Mm -hmm. Up to 3%. What happens when I put in more? Well, we break it down to... 75% or 50%. So no matter what, you're getting free money. Always go for the free money. If they say, well, after we match it, we don't do anything more than that. So you can match it, you max that out, and then try something else. 
the reason why is companies go in bulk so if they get in bulk they take advantage they give back and they said your investment for everybody everybody's fine as a group they get discounts on you know group buying and everything like that Mm -hmm. yep yep so one of the things that i found out long time ago is try never try never to have your 401k your company's stock in your 401k hmm no no matter what company it is on the fortune 500 and i'm thinking about the apples the amazons yeah so even those people that's fine so what happens if they take a hit you lose value you lose value quickly because Mm -hmm. if the company breaks down and sells off a certain portion then you're hurting so if you do a good mix you can do that so if you're working for apple and you'd be like oh they can get up to 50% of your stock for your 401k. Nope, I'll take 25% and I'm fine. Because if anything happens to that company, mm-hmm. that's it. Now, we're we talking to the extreme like an Apple. I don't think they're going anywhere for a while. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of smaller companies that do that to build up their stock portfolio. So they have it as an option for employees to buy it. Mm-hmm. So always think of Enron. <laughs> That's all I can say. So for the layman, Enron was past was, tense. Yeah, was taking people's money and not profitable whatsoever. It was lying, right? Yeah, they were lying, and that's where the um, socks uh, was it. Socks bleed. Um, yeah, so, uh, Oxley. What is it? But essentially, the the federal the federal compliance yeah. uh, legislation that, that requires counted, yeah. a lot of work from Fortune 500 companies to make sure they're you know you're not lying about your, your finances and your financing yeah exactly so you just can't lie to people and you know your stocks are actually worth what they say they are. His stock was Sovereigns Oxley. Yeah, I think it's Sovereigns. But yeah, so try never to try to have as much stock of the company you're working for in your 401k plan that's very very important so yeah sarbon what is it sarbon's oxley act of 2002 socks act yep uh, yeah so that's the end they tried to res- reverse it lately result of result of enron what, what? why don't yeah. we learn from history <laughs> we don't it depends on who's in charge uh, but. Yeah. so think about going into a Roth IRA. So a lot of companies are doing that as well. They're saying, look, I'm going to give you an option for a Roth IRA with your 401k. And I was like, why would you do that? After you max out that they matching it, then what you need now is after taxes investment. Because if taxes go way down, you know, then you're good with your 401k. But if taxes go way up as soon as you take your money out you're paying a lot more taxes but if you got a roth ira which is after tax investment you're fine because Mm -hmm. as soon as you take it out it's yours and you don't have to pay taxes because it's it's after tax investment and if you're a younger younger professional um the most likely use of that will be you want to get a uh, house down payment let me pull some money out Mm -hmm. let me use that for my down payment and then you just rebuild it up after, you know, you stay in your home sometime. So even if you're young, there's still something to think about. Yes. But here's the, here's the bad thing that you always got to take in consideration as well. Mm-hmm. If you take that out, if you're not planning mm-hmm. to stay with that company, 
You're paying all types of fees. You're paying all types of taxes. You're paying a lot more. Even with the Roth IRA? No, with the Roth, is you can just move that over. Okay. But with the 401k, and you, because a lot of people take it out on a 401k in not, between. Well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Because they, this is how they sold it. Because when I first started doing it, I was like, oh, cool, I can do it with my house. The problem is they're saying, but you're paying the interest and you're paying your, your costs. So you're paying your interest. So you're making more money. No, you're not. You're just paying back what you had. Mm-hmm. And the interest is yours, but it's based on what you took. So it's, it's not that much of a plus. Now, IRA, uh, Roth IRA, you just pull that. I don't think the, the penalties on that is as bad as pre-tax, you know. So th- that Roth or an IRA. So here's the other thing. You left the company, but you didn't take anything out. Mm-hmm. If you can't roll that into another 401k, immediately try to find another IRA. So roll All that right. into an IRA. Now, you know that's a big thing. So we got to, I mean, in talking about 401k, we got to talk about people just jumping from job to job because that is, I know a lot of things are painted as millennials doing that, but I've noticed no. Generation X and a little people a little older doing that as well. I mean, yep. people look for the highest bidder, you know, or, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So let's be, let's, for the people who are jumping from a year here, eight months here, well, two years here. Yeah, two years, years here. In terms of retirement, does that really make an impact? Does that really matter? So what you want to do is roll it into an IRA because you want to pre-tax into a pre-tax. You don't want to use that money. You want to pre-tax but, into a pre-tax. But how, how do I do that? So do I open, do I have a personal account on the side? So when I plan to leave a place, I say, hey, I'm leaving this company. They hold our account in X, mm-hmm. you know, financial institution. Yep. You just... You let them transfer it over, and you just keep so, doing that? So I'm one of those people that <laughs> uh, <laughs> went from job to job. But, yeah. <laughs> but I did it to advance myself. So every right. three or four years, I was moving into another That's not bad. Three one. and four years. Yeah. It's pretty. I'm so, talking about the extreme one year, two year. Yeah. So sometimes that's bad, but sometimes it's, I got to get the hell up out of here, you true, know, true. before they get me. It's relative. <laughs> yeah. So, so – <laughs> You roll that into another pre-tax. Mm-hmm. See, if you roll into a pre-tax, you can do two things. So, Because I did it a couple of ways. The first time, I kept it with the company that had it and said, "Do can I keep my 401k? They said, no, your, your company, that's the company's 401k. So you can't do that. I said, so what is my options? They said, we have IRAs that you can roll it directly in with no fees, no anything. Just stay with our broker. Um, and you can keep it right there. So you just rolled your 401k directly into another brokerage account, which was with the same um, company. Right. So you don't lose. Okay. So you're there. Or you can say, fuck that. I don't trust y'all anyway. I've already <laughs> did my research on the side. And Vanguard does gives has a, a lot better investment options. And that's more so someone like me. Who yeah. Like, so just-, just shoot that over and make sure that the new one either pays the fees or there is no fee. Now, what's the process of transferring it over? What's like a timeline? Is it how hard is it for someone who's thinking about leaving their job? So it's it's not as I think they give you between thirty and sixty days to kind of roll that over. Thirty to sixty days. Yeah. What happens so after that? Then they they hold it in that account. Okay. So you don't lose it. They just hold it there. Okay. Now you got to do a whole lot of work, and then they say you own the account. We can't transfer or do anything and help you with that 
and this has been years ago because I, the last five years, <laughs> I spent half of the other one and then I rolled the other one over. Mm -hmm. So I still had it in that brokerage account because it was, I forget the name of it, but I kept it in the account because it was a good account and they, they did a good job. But they give you enough time. So don't bullshit and be like, eh, I got time. No, <laughs> right. you really don't have time. Right, right. Fidelity. It was a Fidelity account. Okay. Fidelity is pretty good. That okay. I had them in two different companies. So I rolled them, spent half the money, then kept it in there and built up into an IRA. You know, um, I, I would say one thing in terms of depending on who your company goes with. And this mm -hmm. is more so for people who work for smaller firms. It can be, there's like an app or something that's a little more easier, user-friendly to get to in terms of, uh, who your, your company's with, invested with. The 401k? Yeah. So I got Vanguard. Yes. I got the Vanguard My, app. You know, me, it's a little, it's kind of a, I guess they service smaller, domestic companies. So okay. I kind of have to, I think it's like I have to log in only or whatever the case. Oh, so you got to go to the website. Which I, I don't mind doing that. Right. It's just even the website is not super, the, UI, the user interface is not super good, whatever. So who's the brokerage account? Do you know the brokers? It just, in terms of talking about switching over, it's switching over right now to another <laughs> provider. So it probably offers a better deal. So yeah, I yeah. don't know. So they jump. Yes. Companies jump to say, uh, yeah. who's going to give me a better deal? So, I got more people. Yeah. Um, how am I going to do so this? So it's kind of like if you're for a bigger company, you may see, hey, we're going from Fidelity to Vanguard or mm -hmm. or whatever the case. So that's kind of that's happening to us, but on a smaller level. Okay. So those those are different. And then, you know, when I was working with a um, a smaller company, they had an SEP, uh, SEP account. Um, SEP? Yeah, it's a. What it was a. Something? It was a small investment account for um, smaller companies that you they can build up a uh, retirement fund for that. So I did that. Because I was just, I had money to spare. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to save money on this side. Oh, okay. And then my so 401k. Simplified me. employee pension plans. Yeah. Okay, yeah. SEP. Thank you. Thank okay. you. I was just calling them a SEP. And they was like, well, we, we can hook you up with a SEP account. I said, okay, what do I do with that? <laughs> I mean. But I haven't dealt with any small companies you know, in that way um, anymore. I'm, maybe it's me. And again, think about, so if you're a millennial. Mm -hmm. You you lived through two thousand eight. You're living through seeing the i the idea that you stay with the company for your lifetime is is I want to say done, but it, you know it's it is <laughs> you know. But <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is with the market crash, it's not that you don't trust markets, but you just try to be wise to it. And when I think of pensions, I just think like, can I trust firms to do the right thing? Can I trust firms to say? You know what? Let's we're not gonna we're not gonna pay pensions no more. We'd yeah. Rather pay the court fees in a class action <laughs> lawsuit. You know what I mean? So right, what's right? Is is the pension really? Is it still ideal? Because what's what's to stop a company from selling itself or going through some obscure, um, you know, whatever to to stop it? You know, stop paying pensions because that that's a high cost. Right. So most companies don't initiate them anymore. It, because because it's, it's not it's not to their advantage to do it. That's what I'm saying. So they changed over to like 401ks. Because people either don't match. 
There's a, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, it's, because most of the pensions is for you to stay there. Mm-hmm. I want you to be an employee for life, so I'm going to give you a pension plan. And then they moved over. They moved from that and said, look, we don't need y'all to stay here for life because we got people who's 50 and 60 years old and um, that we can't keep y'all here because we paying you too much money for being an hourly associate. So if you're here as an hourly associate and you're making $70,000 and I got managers that's making 50 and 60, uh, the hell with a pension. I need you to retire as soon as possible. And they like, whatever. Right. You know, you got to pay me. So companies is like, how do I give them an advantage but say, because we ain't got the pension, but mm-hmm. at least we match. And most people who don't think about it, they don't put enough in there anyway. In and terms they of don't a percentage? Think, yeah, percentage-wise. You have to go for the full match. You have to go for at least 4 you or 5%. You should, but people think, I want my money, though. It's not a What's savings account. What's 4 or 5%? Account. So 5% of whatever you, what your salary is. That's, what is that? You're not going to see. That's not a big difference every paycheck. It's a big difference if your rent is $800 and you make <laughs> $2,000 a month. It's a big difference. Always don't look at your position. Always look at the person who looks at it like, I really don't have enough money. Got you. So mm. if you get a raise every year, what do you do with that? Well, I don't know. Reinvest. Immediately reinvest. Right. Every year. I think we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Every year, 1% to 2% of whatever they give me, I'm putting on my 401k. That's the money I didn't have. Now I'm going to put it into my long-term investment. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't have it anyway. So all I see is a 2 to 3% raise, which I'm fine with. And then I use that for my other investment because I learned to live within my means. Go now, ahead. You got something. We, I see it. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> you read my body language. I can't even lie. Because what I'm thinking is uh, and on this theme of it's not that people – I don't want to say people mistrust companies to that degree, but there is a certain level of if I can be an entrepreneur and do my own thing, I will. Right, right, so right. So if I'm an entrepreneur, um, is is the 401k so the ideal vehicle, or do I just go straight to an IRA? So as an entrepreneur? Yeah, yeah. So an, I think I'm, the I'm just 401K, paying myself. Yeah, so a 401k, as an entrepreneur, you can't have a 401k because that's usually a company-ran um, investment. So what you okay. would do as an entrepreneur, you would run an IRA or a Roth Just be, Okay, just because that's individual-based investment. Okay. Exactly. Now, when you start running a small business, you still IRA Roth. But when you start having people employed under you, mm-hmm. there's advantages of taking a, what's the, the pension plan, the mm-hmm. SEP? There's advantages for small companies to do those as opposed to getting a full-fledged 401k because you don't have enough uh, employees to be eligible for that. Okay. So as an entrepreneur, run with the IRA because what you're doing is pre-tax. So if I'm making Mm -hmm. $60,000, I want to pre-tax my shit so I'll be good. So that's lowering my tax percentage every year. By maxing it out. And like, hey, look, the most I think you can do is $18,000 investment in 
your 401k, and $6,000 a year for an IRA. So you got $24,000 you can invest every year. Okay. Pre-tax. The max. And so last time we, we hit on a lot of subjects, and we kind of touch, we touched on a little bit in terms of value investing. Mm-hmm. So in, in this case, I'm just looking across the world. There's a lot, a lot of things in the news. There's a lot of things happening. If I have the option to say, hey, um, well, again, I'll just use myself as, as an example. There was a lot of options to go from, um, uh, you can, I can choose bonds. I can do international things. Yep. I can do different, a lot of different markets I can invest in. So um, if I have the same option, let's say, you know, I have the same option and I think, man, this, I think war is going to happen. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think people are nervous about this whole, the whole, ra- you know, the the racial tension with the Ku Klux Klan people, the Nazis, the skinheads. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I really imagine people are buying weapons just because if you see a bunch of crazy dudes who you, who you feel are crazy walking around with rifles and assault thing assault rifles and it's like, man i'm not strapped what if these people really decide to because you know just yeah. a show of force i'm like man if i go back to my 401k investment vehicle and i can i can say hey so, so stop investing and for me it lets me say i don't want to i can subtract 25 percent from these accounts and i can add it to metals or things like that right right i mean would you is is that I'm a, I'm talking from an investment perspective, a moral perspective. I mean, what do you think about that? Because you know, people have to be, you know, the gun market is up right now. Right. So, you know, I even read an article I think two days ago that the percentage of women mm-hmm. buying guns, you know, it's crazy, skyrocketed. Well, why do you think that is? Uh, for all of the diversity type shit that's going on, a lot of the <laughs> rapes on rapes on campus, and and Wait, is just, that still happening? Yeah, it's, you just don't hear it. What? Yeah, you just don't hear it. It's it's like it's on bad, campus. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a bad thing that women have to buy weapons because they don't feel safe on campus. They don't feel safe in general oh. because you if you got to think about people or women being. Uh, attacked or right, people right. or being intimidated or anything in that matter i will say dudes out here are creepy you're like, very creepy I, I, be, yeah. I was on transit one day and a dude was just standing by a chick smiling at her <laughs> i was like what are you doing dude, you're just messing up the game for everybody not appropriate what the it, hell man she moved and he was it was just like <laughs> i i was creeped out i was like, like dude so it, you that, just don't have the clown mask on. If that same shit. dude, if that same chick went and bought a gun that day, I, I get it. Yeah, then you'd be she, like, I, you asked for it. She caring and, you know. So let's go back to your question. <laughs> so your question was yeah. morally and financially. Yeah. So And again, I'm, I'm talking about if you if if your investment vehicle allows you to, at your company, for, for yourself to make the selection. So you probably, most likely, you would have to do that individually. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's um, assault weapons. So you, you got to look at the assault weapons market mm-hmm. and see if they're in the, actually, stock market. Or what is it, who do they use to get the metals or mm-hmm. anything in that matter? Right, right. So that's where your stock options should be in. 
But then on turn on a moral issue of <laughs> safety, yeah, I, I recommend that. Yeah, not only be an investor, but mm-hmm. uh, be a customer as well. Now, I was talking about morality from a, you know, people are like, guns are bad. Guns kill people. From that angle, too. Yeah, so <laughs> it's kind of hard to stick to that in the environment that we're under. And you can't get away from what happened in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from that. Because now that... Not even Charlottesville. Remember, I forwarded, um, I forwarded the article... This was a NASCAR article. And again, I know the stereotype about NASCAR, but right. it was a quote and that stuck out to me. And the dude was like, the white people are starting to stand up, et cetera, et cetera. And dude was like, I'm not racist. I'm not part of the Klan. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like people feel the need to stand up. And the Confederate statues are looked at as some sort of, it's, like, it's part of heritage and history, yeah, their versus, history and, yeah. versus treason. And I'm like, how can that be? Because if black people put up a statue of Nat Turner, the same people who would be for the Confederate flags would say, hey, that's that's bad. But why is Confederate you know, statues are good? So the mentality of it all, the mentality is I am superior. So I am privileged to have the privilege as being superior. But they never tell you or never want to say outright that I am superior. But that's what it's based off of. Bro, a lot of them. Did you see the Did you see the footage? Yeah. No. It doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter their education. <laughs> because the color of their skin, it gives them the privilege to be superior. So it's a mentality. You can't change that. And the reason why you can't change that is because if they don't get what they have been getting or see the people like they're used to seeing... Yo, you're just like me. Mm-hmm. So we are in a good position together. You're not together. Yes, it's still unemployed, without any education, cheering for the guy who has more, who happens to be white. Mm-hmm. That's it. But I think it's just it's a it's a funny situation. <laughs> I feel so dumb. This is this is where you can't it's you you literally can't make this shit up. I'm like, you know, I would have never thought to invest in tiki torches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Tiki torches is gonna blow yeah. up in August 2017. Just watch. Watch. Like, get out of here. I doubled my cash, yo. <laughs> I doubled it, so, which is crazy. But I still wouldn't be that person to invest in weapons because mm-hmm. I just feel that's morally wrong. You know, to say if I invest in it, it would be an advantage to my community. It'll be an advantage to me personally. Yeah, I can invest in it personally. I can buy me a couple of Glocks and have some assault rifles. Because there was even a uh, Facebook. Cops stopped this guy and said, Uh you you, you got a weapon? Black people ain't allowed to have a license for weapons. What? And the guy was looking at him like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it was a cop who stopped him and said, you're not allowed to have a license to be have but a weapon. That's not a surprise me because also um, there's the articles of uh, there was a couple of law enforcement officers during I think it was Charlottesville or I believe it was Charlottesville and they got uh, for some reason if you're an officer and you're racist you gotta post up on social media. Of course <laughs> they got caught up and it was just like if people I bring their biases to work. 
Yeah. And then that kind of, if you're an officer, you can ruin someone's life. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, on the other hand, uh, yeah. yeah, you already know. So my wife does conferences and she have talks on unconscious bias. Oh, boy. And it's deep because mm-hmm. she learned to put it in a position that most people don't realize. So she had one example that showed that this is a person who's made an app. This is a person who uh, studied here. This is mm-hmm. a person who's done this. This right. is a person who... Like real people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? No, she's talking about this one person. They made their own app. They learned on their own. They were awarded for this. They're part of these groups. They did this and all of that. And she asked, would you hire them? And she said, raise your hand. And like 90% of the crowd said, yes, I would. And she said, but I didn't get hired. And they looked at her like, what the hell? These are all my qualifications. These are all my skills. But because I'm a woman and I'm over a certain age, they are saying, nope, I know all your qualifications is at a point. I don't think you'd be able to do the job. But the resume... And the experience said, absolutely. Right. But as soon as they saw you physically, the whole bias changed. But they don't even see it. They don't understand it. So to your point, even the, the racist mentality, they don't believe they're racist. It's just what they're used to. Mm-hmm. So it's unconscious. They don't even realize that they have a racist mentality. We just went from finance to... No, no, no. It's all connected because it's all about. In the previous episode, you were you were kind of hinting that your your values wouldn't allow you to invest in certain things. Right. Whereas right. for me, I always look at like some of the the best wealth gains in history come from a gray area. Like if I invested in Amazon ten years ago, mm-hmm. I'm doing very well. Oh, absolutely. But that means I'm also benefiting from the destruction of many other companies. For every, you know, for dollars gained for Amazon stock, you know. Are you getting people killed, though? I'm not getting people killed, but I guess I'm saying it's relative. Like, if I, I, like we talked about Wells Fargo. Yeah. If I have Wells Fargo in my portfolio, am I endorsing, am I endorsing greed? Bank of America had their uh, lawsuit, am I endorsing racism? If I Mm -hmm. keep them in my portfolio? Right. I guess what I'm saying is. Um, like I think about Microsoft, right? Uh, that's like the, the 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 classic example of, you know, do what it takes to be number one in the market of, of monopolistic, um, you know, Destroy things companies. they did. Yeah, they you know, they brought people's products mm-hmm. just so they wouldn't be able to succeed. And we're, we're mainly talking from Windows ninety five to. Almost Windows, no, 2003-ish. But that main area of late night, like 90s to early 2000s, mm-hmm. they, you know, that was questionable in terms of, you know, uh, morale, running your, kind of how Uber is getting caught up now. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how how you should run your company and just showing up in court and getting sued. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's a that's an amazing wealth gain if you would have bought in early. And I feel like a lot of the, the biggest wealth gains in history are in those areas of gray. So 
you know Zuckerberg. I, I, I you get you. what I'm saying? Like yeah. Zuck, like so, Facebook is just a, a huge privacy. You know, is do we should we praise him? But that's a choice. You st- that's still a choice. Mm-hmm. So anybody who deals with Facebook, that's still a choice. Do people really understand how deep it is though? So that's an education thing. So okay. if you're not educated and you fail to educate yourself, you don't realize the privacy issues that you're giving up. See, I feel like as an investor, that's that's too easy because I can say the same thing from like the prime, what is it, sub, the subprime mortgage era. Right. Oh, man, those motherfuckers should have read it, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting paid, so whatever. But they were robbing them because they was false advertising and saying, I can get you into a home and you'll be fine. Right. But you won't be fine. But if you invest in Microsoft or you were mm-hmm. to invest in Facebook, mm-hmm. they're doing things that people voluntarily would do. I had Google to that list. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Google is, is ridiculous in that way. But you got to know who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I think we live in a society that there <laughs> like, is like, no privacy. Like some drug dealer stuff? Yeah, exactly. And they're pimping <laughs> you. Oh, but that's what that is. So I'm looking at violence. So mm-hmm. I don't want to invest in violence. So that, that's, like, that's your line. Yeah. That's your line. Yeah, that's my about. line. So that's why I didn't disagree with you when you mm-hmm. went to tech. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's business. Because you have to find a niche to be over your competition. So your niche is, I'm going to take people's information to profit from it mm-hmm. because they gave me it. Right. But there's a loophole that says, I'm not doing it, but when you do it this way, I'm allowed to have it. But it depends on what you do with it. Mm-hmm. But I w- won't do anything in the sense of violence. I just don't, f- I've never felt that way. I was in the military, mm-hmm. and I had to get out of it because of violence. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to be contributing to that, especially if somebody just said, go do it. If not, you're insubordinate, and we'll throw you well, in jail. Well, let's, let's play devil's advocate a little bit. Let's say, hey, why does it even matter? Why, if, in terms of like good or bad, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to do with the money that I have, I'm trying to build wealth. Like, what does it matter if I'm investing in xyz company that's profitable that's sustainable but invest in crack invest in crack cocaine yeah <laughs> so if you buy a poppy field of coca and you invest in land that has mm-hmm. coca on it it's not pop what, poppy well no, that's, poppy, heroin. that's heroin right, right so you know coca plants all of that you, you can invest in that you feel good with that i think if i was uh, old dude who was no, you're not an old dude. That's, that's, we're not going with that hypothetical. We're going with the now. If I was a certain old dude and hated <laughs> certain people, I probably would like it. But me personally, no. So that's what I'm saying. When it comes to, I'll probably purchase it way. and like burn it down and plant something else. I wouldn't that's, even do that. Oh, you wouldn't even. I wouldn't even burn it. I wouldn't give them the money to have the advantage to take that money and do it again. Fair enough. Yeah. Because there's an opportunity to have regrowth and, and, and repopulate somewhere else. I just wouldn't do that. But investing, it's just, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. So you're like, but where is the advantage? There's plenty of advantages out here, but it comes with education. Mm-hmm. So some people don't want to put the work in to say, if I invest in here, what would that do? Well, they told me it was good, so I'm not even going to check it out. No, find out what you're investing in. Know what the market is going in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I always look at the market, even though I may not invest. Eventually, I'm saying, I have this amount of money. I want to put it on here because I'm tracking. 
what's going on with the market. I also do want to bring up um, another element of investing, and this is kind of the nonprofit donation game, tax oh, deductible. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I know we talked about 401k, but this is topical because I attended a sustainability event yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, in Atlanta, in the west side, there's really? flood, there's flooding. No, it wasn't in the west side. Oh, it was okay. downtown Atlanta. <laughs> but it was talking about, the about website. the website. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And flooding and one of the questions the moderator asked uh, the mayor of Clarkston, Ted, I think Ted something, I forget his last name. But he said, hey, what's, what are the biggest wins for you guys for the panel? And they said this project on the west side, this park, mm-hmm. and it was a big public-private uh, partnership. And in terms of the, the design of it and everything, it basically, the design of it so, kind of soaked in, I f- they, they worded it, I wasn't, I don't think I understood everything, but right. it, it helped with flood control. It helped with beautification and okay. helped with okay. community engagement. And it did a lot of things to improve that that particular neighborhood. Okay. So in terms of, it just made me think when you talk about, you know, when you the, what are the benefits of investing from a from an investment point of view? Um, some sometimes not always that obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. I like Microsoft in particular because they have a lot of programs with universities that give students very heavily reduced software. Yeah. Free or heavily reduced. Yep. Basically free. Like I got me personally, I got a lot of free software or your university probably gets Office 365. So, it's you know, it's great. You get Office, you know, for free. Yeah. And I'll just throw a little shade at Apple. Apple really ain't going to give you. Even as a student, you know, they give you your ass a kiss. But if you <laughs> purchase their product, you get it all. Yeah, but, you know. If you purchase their product. If you broke, if you if you lower a <laughs> tier, if you lower a totem pole, you fucked up. So, yeah, look, just going, so you are. Just yeah. going back to the park example, I'm just saying, I think there are also a lot of, um, I, I want to, you know, depending on your finances, if it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking about adding the tax deductible component to the portfolio to where you can say, hey, you know what? I'm a budget $1,000 a year to be a tax deductible, you know, write offs and just get it back, you know, the next year when I when I file my taxes. So what do you think about those kind of things in terms of this topic of value based investing? So for the general population, Mm -hmm. I don't think people see it that clearly. What do you what? I don't think people see it that clearly. But everyone knows about tax deductions, right? Yeah, they do. Okay. But they don't know about those certain kind of vehicles that they can put their money in that has that type of value. Now, I will say, again, I had to attend the event, I had to learn about it, and mm-hmm. say, oh, and, and for this particular park they talked about, it was like maybe 40 partners. And again, a very wow. public-private institution. Yeah, we're talking right. about design of the park. It just a, a lot of a lot of players, the Sierra Club, the Trees, Atlanta, or something like that. But you gotta want to do it yeah. though. So to your point, you was exposed to it because you went to. I mean, event. I again hybrid electric car. I mean, I'm I'm all in when it comes to sustainability. You know, right. What I mean? So when you hear that, it just perks your ears up. But yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people who don't give a damn about an electric. But everybody or has some sort of that. like thing they care about. So whether you're yeah. artist or you care everyone cares about something, I imagine, yeah. right? Yeah. But everything isn't available for what people care about. Hmm. So until you know what they care about or until they find something that they can invest in that mm-hmm. they care about, 
they're not going to see that. So they're not even going to think about investing in it. And most people think about it. You 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 just said back to 2008, mm-hmm. should I put my money in anything because but that's, that's a bullshit. tax write off. You're not really you you're you're donating, but as long as you get the documentation that shows, hey, you can deduct this. This is a tax. You can deduct it, but what is the percentage of the deduction that you truly get? Is it off the bottom line or is it so people don't understand taxes. They go okay. and say, here's what I made. Here's my W-2. Turbo tax. How much like do, a lot of people. How do I get it back? Yeah. What do I get back? That turbo tax. Life. Right. So if you're smart, <laughs> you get a, you know, itemize. And if you're smarter, you get somebody to itemize for you. That's if you get above the standard deduction, right? Nope. Really? No. You can, if you got itemized deductions, mm-hmm. that's why I think we was telling Jeremy, the the American dream isn't to get a house, it's to get a business. I don't care how much money you make. If you have a business and you itemize, you get your money back. There's a chance that as you making money or not making money, the money that you put into your business is a tax write-off and so you can profit. And then you're taxed off the profits. Even if your profit is $1, you put that in and said I spent $2,000 or I I spent $10,000 this year. Mm -hmm. I paid all my bills. I did everything and all I made was $5. Got you. So all of your expenses is going to be written off or to a certain extent Mm -hmm. and you go from there. It doesn't matter how much you make as long as you have these certain vehicles that can help you out. That just works. We don't talk about that enough. Everyone should have their own small business. That's what the laws are made for. Have a small business. This country is ran off small business that grows into bigger businesses. Mm-hmm. So you should always have a small business. But back to your point, it's education. So the more you educate people to understand, yeah, you can put $1,000. $1,000 in what? Well, I live down the street and... Something they building a small park or a, a, a garden yeah. in the middle of what you call it. Wouldn't you want your kids to be there? Or yes, wouldn't you right? want to participate in something to make your block look good? That's home value. That's so much. They need $500. Like that, can that, you do that? that? $500 can be so much more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it, it builds your neighborhood to be better. Mm-hmm. And if you live in an apartment or a house, it makes the neighborhood value go up because mm-hmm. look at what they're doing in the neighborhood. So if you're planning on not staying or staying, more investment comes into your area right. because you're doing things and you're investing into your community. What's your thought about um, uh, donating to political campaigns? And again, those are tax deductible. Same thing, right? Tax write-off oh, yeah. for those? Yeah. Right. Yep, right. Yep. Same idea. So I do that. I try mm-hmm. to do it every year when there's somebody worth actually (laughs) giving my money to. Mm -hmm. So didn't do it to none of my senators um, because they're Republicans. They got plenty of money. Um, They doing a job that I need. Mm -hmm. So he got my vote. He don't need my money. Right. Um, Of course, I did it for Obama for the years he was in. Of course. Yep. Raise it up. Um, When I was in Riverdale... I forgot the... River, Riverdale, a mayor system? So you have a city council? Yeah. 
Yeah. Mayor? Yeah. Okay. That was the the mayor was down there, the chief of police, all of the, the craziness that was going on. Mm-hmm. But I was giving money to them too because that was a time that I was like, after getting out of the military, how do I invest in the community that I was in? So the when campaigns. I showed up, yeah, the campaigns mm-hmm. and I'm showing up. But you got that tax write off. Yeah, but I didn't care about that to a certain extent. I wanted to know what was going on in the in the schools for my kids mm-hmm. or what was going on in building in the neighborhood. Right, right. They supposed to had a beautiful park built up in between Riverdale and, and Fayetteville. All the money and the extra taxes that went in there and we went to like the town halls. The meetings? Yeah. yeah. They didn't do it. What? No, they didn't do it. And we was like, what the hell? And they kept pushing us off and pushing. So I fucking moved. <laughs> I got plenty of parks in Gwinnett County. I'm, I'm fine with them. So, and they still building more. So they're using our taxes to our advantage. And I'm enjoying what they're doing. They're building better schools. They're expanding it because we're getting people moving into the area. So except for saying let's have a lot of overcrowding, they're building more schools. What more could you ask for? So to invest in campaigns as a tax write-off, mm-hmm. yes. But then is that social issue that says, are you thinking about the tax write-off mm-hmm. or are you thinking about... The genuine, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I guess I'm, I'm saying just in terms of your values and investing, a portfolio of investing is just so... It encompasses so much. Yes. That you, you just yes. think about... There's one thing to think about, think about I want to invest in... Um, the the gun people, AK forty seven Inc. <laughs> versus you know, your local nonprofit trying to you know fix something in the neighborhood or whatever School issue you care about or whatever yeah yeah, yeah just exactly. whatever you know just technology for kids mm-hmm. you know, after school programs there's so many things um, so just inter- educating yourself about the tax write off and how that works and just everything so anything that's nonprofit or anything that so let me let me flip it mm-hmm. back to your main point. If you have that and you're saying I'm trying to um, get into a better tax position, mm-hmm. it's always good, always good to say, let me put it into these areas that I can feel good about saying, eh, I'll give you $1,000. I can write that off next year. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll give them $50 a month in order to see this change in my community. And then I can write it off. So if you're going to have a write-off for mm-hmm. something, do it for something you believe in, not when somebody just show up in the door and you'll be like, okay, I'll just give you this and get the hell away right. from me. Believe in something. You know, a lot of people don't believe in a damn thing. They just believe in making more money. That's nothing wrong with that. But believe in a little more than that, especially mm-hmm. when it's time to invest. And what we said before, invest in yourself mm-hmm. and then invest in more outside from that invest in your community and everything is there any recommended amount of time to put into it in terms of uh again on both sides the financial aspect of learning or uh well if you work for a company Mm -hmm. you're either going to have to where you select it uh, which i don't believe is uh, the norm depending on the size or you choose from a pre-populated hey here's are the different pools correct yeah So so here's some pools that you can actually go in Always, especially with your company, they normally, Mm -hmm. I'll say normally, they normally have advisors, financial advisors. They're not going to tell you 
that this is what you should invest in. They'll ask, so what are you looking to do? No, wait, wait, wait. The, are the advisors, do you have to pay extra to access that? Or are they so, part of the package? No, they're part of that package of the 401k. So, but, again, Fidelity okay. has again, the financial Let's go advisors. back to the idea of, hey, I'm distrusting. How do I know this person isn't acting my fiduciary you know, uh, interest? <laughs> what are they just steering me to some nonsense to where they get a commission? So that's why. This is a whole other topic, by I the know. way. But that's why you, as an investor, mm-hmm. needs to be educated. So you can talk to them all day long. You don't have to listen to a damn thing. What you should do is listen mm-hmm. and research. Or you can research and say, well, this is the, the information that I got. And you have a couple of packages mm. like this. Tell me about them. Then they have to explain it to you. Right. To me, that's better. Get your information first and let them explain it. Because if you say, all of these look like shit, let me see what the hell they have to say about that. Right. If they can explain it, they go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So how has this progressed for the last five to ten years? Do you have any data to support that? And they do. So in the last year, why has it improved? Mm-hmm. They can tell you that. They can give you that. But the lack of information you ask they don't have to give you a damn thing. They can steer you wherever they need to steer you. And most of the time, as individuals, they, tr- they have a package that will be like, look, I got to get rid of a bunch of this. 401K and all of them, if they fuck you over, that's a whole company they got to deal with too. So that's true. You, you have a better advantage with those financial people. Because they don't want to ruin a relationship. It's more lucrative to not fuck you over. Yeah, it's more lucrative. Versus yeah. if you just buy yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Lose and one person yep. versus thousands. <laughs> yep. So I, I've always tried to do that until I knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So once I knew what I wanted, I didn't have to ask. Then when I asked, okay, what new packages you have? Because now this is a new company. I've only seen these. I want something with tech. I want something with uh, ore and minerals. And a portion of bonds because I'm at a certain age. They would say, okay, let me send you a couple of portfolios and you can check these out. And then I'll check them out and say, well, I'll just pick that one. But I know what I want because I know the tech industry is not going anywhere. So they'll give you a good pool of tech companies Mm -hmm. and then they'll give me The blue chip stocks. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. And you can get all of them in that way. So it works out. So if it works out in that way, keep up with it. You know, one of my friends, I taught her, and she was that the, the new podcast I had out with Robin Jackson. She said, when I taught her to look and plan for the year, she planned her whole year's bills and said, This is what I'm going to pay every month. This is how much, if I pay everything in this way, I should be able to end the year with this much, this much excess left over in my savings mm-hmm. and in my investment. And she'd been doing it for years. Oh, really? She said it's the, the perfect situation. If you're disciplined enough to say, live within your means, know how much you have. Also, keep your money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. The, the three deal. I forgot to look up the goddamn book. Um, pay yourself. Yeah. Pay yourself, pay your bills, and pay your investment. Mm-hmm. Long as you have your, your money in your pocket, you'll never worry about that savings. Speaking of... Living in discipline for people who want to travel, but you broke like me. Uh, Frontier Airlines got a bunch of deals going on. Now, granted, the seat's going to be cramped. 
and you're not going to get any food. You can't bring any carry-ons, but you can fly from Atlanta to, like, the West Coast for, like, $80. $80. Yeah. $80. So the, the key with that is you still got to join the, what is it, the, um, they got that? a subscription. Not a subscription. No, no Frontier doesn't. Yeah, it does. They have a, wait, you talking about the email newsletter? No, 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 no. You have to pay a certain cost in order to be able to get those deals. Oh, no, no, no. Well, for those, they make you fly out. Here's how they get you. You got to fly out Thursday, Saturday, yeah, yeah, or yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, 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 so you, yeah. you fly out. You fly it out like fucked up. You can't fly out Friday, come back Sunday, Monday like everybody else do. Yeah. You got to fly out like me. They do Thursday, Saturday, and Tuesday. So Thursday, Saturday. So if you leave Saturday, you have to come back Tuesday, basically. Or whatever, yeah. So It's if, just got to be within that. Time yeah, you gotta you gotta pick your flight. So basically, you're probably gonna pick two one ways or something. So that's like that. what I was going to New York with. Yeah, constantly. But my um, to start off with, my wife said she had to pay like sixty nine dollars, and after mm-hmm. the sixty nine dollars, you'd be able to get those deals all the time. So yeah, those are cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, you better have an overnight goddamn bag because they're gonna charge you, and it adds up to almost a regular flight. By the if you time, have a whole bunch of extras. Nah, you got to be like able that. to pack every. You got to pack a lot of shorts. Yep. And uh, <laughs> yep. draws and shorts. <laughs> so I tricked them one time. And they was like, "Did you pay for that bag?" Sure did. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. It's a little bit of ghetto yeah, Anyway, so you, you a little can. a little tip sprinkled in there. <laughs> yep. We need we need even get to the uh, the apps. So I think next time I got a Acorn Betterment. And uh, Robin, some, Hood. Robin Hood, yeah. And there's another one. It's, we gotta two, do, it's two other ones. We got to do some reviews. We got to do like some reviews and some app investment reviews. Yeah, yeah. You know, in terms of what we think and all that. No, I think that's perfect. I think that's 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 a thing that millennials and people want convenience. So if you can use something quick and convenient, you'll be great. Mm-hmm. That'll be fine. Because I think that's why I use them. I don't, okay. I don't have time to sit at a computer and go with that. If I have my iPad, that's a lot better. But sometimes I'm on the go and I'm like, yo, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I got my stock alerts that's on here. So I'm like looking at it like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Then I go in my Robin Hood and go, uh-oh, I better move that money. <laughs> so it's cool. But those are individual stock. Those mm-hmm. not long-term um, retirement Right, right. So yeah. we, we kind of touched on it last time, but I like to go more in depth. I, I personally will try to open them open one or two accounts and see what I, I can do the, with them. I love the Betterment. The Betterment has some great mutual funds up inside of it. Yeah, so I haven't downloaded but I haven't opened an account yet. Yeah. So play with it. Look mm-hmm. through it. Kind of read a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been successful for me. So that's why that was one of the first ones that I popped up. And then Robinhood is so easy to just buy stock. Whatever stock you want. And I've looked at every single one of them in, in, in that We'll go through it, though. But I did want to say this. Yeah. Doing hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, no, doing good times. You need to invest in gold and silver. Because doing hard times. Right. That shit goes up like crazy. Right. It goes up big time. You know, why, why are articles always talking about investing gold now? The end of the world is coming. People have been saying that for years. So. Uh, you always see your article talking about. You ever heard of the term fiat money? Nah. So fiat money is 
what we call just cash. It's fake money. It's it's something of value that we, we, we change out. But it's the gold standard. The gold standard is how much gold do you have you talking about in some, order to say that? <laughs> some so, pirate but, shit? No, in. this is, that's, they, <laughs> the fiat money process, this is what I read. The fiat money process is how do we give value to a currency to say that it has value? Mm -hmm. So it's fiat money. Look it up. Oh yeah. It's so it's a currency without intrinsic value established as money by government regulation or law. Yeah. So basically, hey, we say it's five dollars, so it's five dollars. It's five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so but gold, and that's where they say it's yeah. the gold standard. So where where, true where, gold. Am I, where am I gonna keep gold? Or do I just buy the little vouchers that, that the ownership? I don't I physically don't have it. Yeah, so some people get the gold, so they get the coins. Yeah. Or you can get it and say, look, I need for you to store it. You get the certificate. Where's my, yeah. Where's yeah. my gold at? I want to touch my gold when I want to. Okay, you can touch your gold. I would love to just buy $20,000 worth of gold and then go, can I go see my gold? You're going to buy some guns too? Okay. You're gonna, yeah, it's going to be stored I'm somewhere gonna, else. I'm going to physically buy my guns though. <laughs> I ain't going to invest in it. I'm going to buy them. <laughs> I'm going to be a customer. Which is different. There's a difference. There's a difference. You supporting the company. No, I'm not supporting the company. You I'm buying, buying a product. What's it? For protection. For the race wars. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Roll into the mic. Guess, please. Hey, guys. This is a very interesting topic. I um, want to open up the floor to anybody in the guest. I'm very interested with uh, investing in, I guess, yourself. That is something I've been trying to do more so. And the thing is, the hard thing about that is working and trying to invest in yourself is probably the most difficult thing to do because of juggling. Right. Do you guys have any opinions on that? So what I found is when you invest in yourself, I always say invest in yourself is all about education. Yeah. So I read like freaking crazy. Before I used to read like multiple books and all the different things like that, I used to do it so often that I fall asleep reading books. Now I read articles and then I do research because my wife does so much research. She kills me with research. And she, I was like, I don't know about this. And by the time I walk into the next room, she has it all laid out. Mm. She's like the queen of research. So the thing is, I read, I reread, I validate what I read and then research. That betters you to say, what direction am I going? You know, so when you invest in yourself, it's about educating yourself. You know, except for standing in front of someone who's lecturing you on what they know, seek information, always seek information, but seek the information that you're comfortable with. Don't seek information because people say that's what you need to have. Seek the information that you feel that you would want. Hey, I want to be better at X, mm -hmm. but I'm lacking Y. So how do I get to Y? I got my X. I'm going to what's the letters in between X and W? So then, then you can get to your Y. That's how you. To me, that's why I always done that. I've always read and educated myself to go to the next level. That's why my podcast is. I always wanted it to be as quality as possible because if I have a product, I want you to feel good about it. Even if you say, I don't want to hear that shit. Mm -hmm. 
but <laughs> it sounds good it's quality it's set up it's accessible you know what even though i don't like his shit he has it everywhere and it sounds great so i invested in myself to say how do i continue to get it better because i'm still trying to make it better i'm still trying to make it so it can be accessible everywhere else so invested in me to invest into the people that i'm dealing with that was my answer um, I'm, i think education is important but i look at it i think about everything i've done this year and getting rid of my bullshit ass furniture <laughs> getting some wardrobe so i can have oh like, did you get that I already yeah I got the two wardrobes that's okay. that's done okay. though that's done all right all right you know but it's like I still got to make it super like organized because my system is not all the way good yet switching up my diet so I can eat like an adult now you know what I'm saying right, right. Um, I'm trying to talk about education I'm trying to study for you know certification I'm trying to do it on a laptop that's not working so yep. I got to buy a tablet so I can read PDFs and whatnot. Right. So, um, and it's portable. Uh, I'm it's cool. a lot more portable than a laptop. I'm not, I'm actually cool with a laptop because you can do a really? lot more shit with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not a huge pain point. But just not being afraid to pull the trigger on a purchase when you feel like it's gonna help you. Like I'm just thinking about in my apartment, the Wi-Fi is kind of shitty because of the um or what do you call it the router. Mm-hmm. So I might just pull the trigger on a better, you know, access point for our Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. spending money to make your life easier so you can spend more time on shit you that's important. Yep. Like if you're spending time on some bullshit, it's it's almost like having having a home without a dishwasher. You can sit there and wash dishes, but buy a fucking dishwasher. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Don't spend don't waste your time with that shit. So it's one of the things that I learned the hard way yeah. is don't buy cheap. Yes. When you buy cheap, that shit'll kill you all the time. Yeah. There's an old Chinese proverb about buying cheap shit. Yeah. Confucius said <laughs> Confucius <laughs> when you buy that bullshit, so, that's your ass. <laughs> that's what you get, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah, you stupid <laughs> Confucius says. <laughs> so basically what she's saying is stay woke and don't be broke. He <laughs> <laughs> did the translation. <laughs> For example, like when I bought the T V, like I don't even watch the T V like that. But I don't want to have to buy another one. I just bought the Samsung shit. Because I, I don't want that bullshit. You don't want that bullshit. Yep. Wait, what? Cheap thing, no good. Okay. Cheap thing, no good. Cheap thing, no good. Yeah, right. That's what, that's, that's what Asian prostitutes say to dudes. <laughs> cheap, cheap, no good. This is <laughs> You get out of here. You leave. We're at the session of Asian prostitution. <laughs> you got to right. get out of here. The point on the show. Now, what's that uh, movie? <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. Well, she was like, me? So love you long time. Love, love you long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, right. But, uh, you know no, what I was but, talking but, about, but, Yeah, I definitely do. But <laughs> the thing is, you know, there's too many examples that anybody can say of buying cheap. There was like, look, I just can't afford stuff like that. But you can't afford to buy cheap. Because you're going to keep buying that shit. Yeah. And then you're going to have making repairs for cheap shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I, cars. Cars. Biggest, biggest example of that. I did that with uh, my air conditioner repair. Then I found out that the dude showed up. He didn't lock the thing in place. So I got to get a whole new tube for where the, the, the Fearon goes in. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Guess what? The dude's out of business. Oh, yeah. So he can't even come back. <laughs> Your warranty because I was like, yeah, I want to hook my brothers up. <laughs> See, there we go. Buying blank. My brother uh, came through. Wanted to hook him up. He had a legitimate business. Uh, you going to yeah. go with the yeah. good, good old boy next time? Yeah. I'm going to go with the reputable one. Go with the reputable one. That's all I can say. Damn. Yeah, I know. But I got fucked. <laughs> Going cheap. <laughs> Never again. <laughs>
Oh, you know, uh, he's going to be in Indiana for five months. Damn. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Indiana. Indiana. Yep. Going back to Indiana. Yep, yep. I was Going in Evansville. That's, yeah. that's, that's the Jacksons. Yeah. I was in the Jacksons. Because yep. they from Gary. Evansville, Indiana. A lot of corn. Corn. Yeah, I wish he would have gave us more heads up so we can kind of. Jump in real quick and be like, "Yo, so sit in." Just to let just to let you know, we talked about la- he was at the podcast Friday for Welcome to the. Oh, Wall. he was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he he left this weekend, I think. Right. Yeah. So it was like a last minute thing, apparently, and um, he was like, "We asked him, so you know, when you want to make a move to be successful, <laughs> how many moves does it take?" He was like, "What?" <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> You got to start writing shit down, man. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it, it was like the worst Tootsie Roll commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, it was like... The one. The <laughs> one. It was like, but wait. What if somebody else do that one move? And it was like, damn. Yeah, that's, that's Jeremy. <laughs> oh, damn. It takes you more than one move chair, to be successful. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> So this is a reminder out there. Yeah. yeah if you're out yeah. there trying to move up in the world. You only it doesn't g- take one move. <laughs> Remember that. Jim's from Jeremy. How was that? <laughs> uh, <cool. laughs> so, yeah. Cool. S3. M3. S3. Yeah, I don't know where that came from, yeah. M3. Oh, talking about Galaxy S3? <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. <laughs> M3, Millennial Money Money Management, Management. where finance meets culture. That's right. That's where we're at. So we appreciate it. Uh, Look for our new political. We should be having that one done. Are we going to say the name? Are we going to tease it? You can tease it. We got the the placeholder. Okay. That's what it's called, the placeholder. Repo. 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 You got to listen to the podcast to see the full name. Let you know yep. what it stands for. Go. <laughs> the repo. 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 Repo, bitch. Yup. So we'll have the one of them released out, and we'll be doing the next one coming up. Just a lot of shit going on in politics, and if you're not aware and being aware, then you you have a problem. But we want to talk about it. <laughs> we want to talk about it. We fucked up. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Cool. So... M3, tune in and talk to you soon. M3 out. M3 out. Bam. Peace.